Jason Waller here, True Underdog Podcast and YouTube channel. Listen, make sure you subscribe today. You can go to iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can go to our YouTube channel, True Underdog, or you can visit trueunderdog.com and subscribe to all of it. Damn, damn, damn. True Underdog. Damn, damn. Unleash the power Jason Waller here, True Underdog Podcast, Apple's top three entrepreneurial and motivational podcast. We just broke 2 million downloads. I'm super excited. Thank you to all the subscribers out there and listeners out there. I appreciate everything that you guys do. Following me on Instagram, on YouTube, and making sure that you're subscribing to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, all of them, right? So today's show, Underdog Bites, bet on the moment. Think about that. You got to bet on the moment. I call it the unicorn, right? I'll tell a story. You know, my old man, Bill, he worked for AT&T for years. Blue collar, working third shift, second shift, you know, just getting by. I mean, we didn't have a lot of money. I've, I've mentioned this before. We, we were less than middle class. My mom worked at a bakery, right? Decorating cakes. And we lived in Phoenix, Arizona, Glendale, Arizona, actually. And, you know, we didn't live in the nice neighborhood. We kind of lived in the neighborhood next to the nice neighborhood that wasn't as nice. But we moved a lot. My dad filed bankruptcy multiple times, couldn't manage money and struggled, right? Like, you know, he, he lived paycheck to paycheck. And when you're living in that as a child or growing up, you don't notice there's an issue. You're like, oh, this is what life is. It's fine. And, you know, I started to realize that we were moving a lot. We were having money problems all the time. I'd make friends and then we'd move and I'd make friends and then we'd move. My dad had a friend, Mike, the late Mike Roberts, who owned video stores back when video stores were cool. I'm talking like blockbuster type video stores, right? His company started out as new movie review and then became video power store. And he opened it up at 35th and Union Hills, right? So for those in Phoenix, Glendale that listen, 35th Avenue and Union Hills right there in Northwest Glendale. And it was at that complex and my dad became good friends with him. And in 1994, you know, Mike had like 15 stores now. He's booming. He's a millionaire. He's living on the mountains and doing all this. We're still living in the same house, doing the same thing. And my dad gets transferred. at and getting ready to close. And they tell him, it's a corning plant where they make like fiber, the wires. They tell him that he has a choice. They can either shut it down. You know, he, he can lose his job and, you know, his pension and everything, or he can transfer to either Little Rock, Arkansas or Charlotte, North Carolina. And I remember Mike and him talking, and I remember when he came home after him and Mike had a talk, I was eavesdropping a little bit. And I remember my dad going to my mom, look, Mike's offered us an opportunity. I can open up a sub shop, Billy's sub shop next to one of his video stores. You can open up Sherry's Bakery. The smell of the subs in the bakery can go into the video store. You know, we have this opportunity. He partnered with us and open it up. We don't have to transfer. For a moment, my mom was like, oh, that sounds good. And then she's like, no, like... You know, you've got nine more years till you can retire, get your pension through AT&T. And we've got two kids with asthma, being my brother and sister. So they took the safe route. And there's nothing wrong with the safe route. A lot of you out there usually take the safe route. You don't want to take a chance. And I mean, that, that happens sometimes. But my dad then decided to tell us we were moving. And I was so bitter. You know, I, I made friends. I was kind of popular. I just finished eighth grade. We we're in the summer. I was having a great summer. I remember getting Paige back when they had pagers and calling. He's like, we need to talk. And so I remember coming home and having that talk. And I was just I was so mad. I just wanted to run away. I was so pissed off. But we moved. And we moved and we stayed in an apartment complex for a little bit. I went to a school called Northwest Cabarrus. 
And then we moved again and he bought a trailer on some land in a trailer park in Concord at Southbrook Trailer Park off of Zion Church Road. So I'm throwing some, some nuggets out there for those listeners that are local in the Carolinas. And I remember living in the trailer park and him working at AT&T and making less money in North Carolina than he made in Arizona. My mom's struggling to find a job, finally got a job at, a, at you know, a Harris Teeter decorating cakes. And my dad had to deliver papers at night. And I would help him some nights before I go to school. And it'd be from like one in the morning to four in the morning. And when I would do that, I would be tired, but I'd still have to go to school. And then I would get a job eventually when I was 16 or 15, and I would help. I would chip in whatever I could do to help chip in on the bills. That's how we lived. And I remember going to school many, many, many times where kids would make fun of me. Now, look, I was a fighter, so it wasn't like I was getting bullied and they were like, you know, I'll kick your ass. It was more of like, you know, a lot of the girls or some of the guys as if, you know, they had money. They, they had old money. Their parents had land. They were farmers, you know. And when I moved to North Carolina, I didn't fit in. I mean, I grew up in Arizona where, you know, most of my friends were Hispanic. And when I moved to North Carolina, there was, wasn't any Mexicans. There was, I, I didn't fit in, right? The, the white dudes had some overalls on and boots and Chewbacca in their mouth and talked like they had shit in their mouth, most of them. And the black guys didn't really like the white guys. So I didn't fit in. I, I felt like sometimes I was too black for the white people and too white for the black people. I just didn't fit in. And so a lot of my friends were other guys in the trailer park that moved from out of state. You know, the late David Stennett moved in from Mobile, Alabama, right? Benji Anderson, who actually grew up there, the late Benji Anderson, who lived in Midland. Jason Coleman, who came from Kansas. Bill Lanudo, who came from, the late Bill Lanudo came from Florida. It's sad that I talk about my best friends back then and three of four are no longer with me. It's just sad, but that's the world we live in. That's a whole nother subject. But I remember us all being made fun of for not having money, you know, not allowed to go to parties. Is that a fake Tommy Hilfiger? All this shit talking. And I remember the late Benji and me playing cards at the table with my mom, playing gin rummy. And I told my mom, I said, if I ever get the chance to do something great, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to be like dad. And I didn't mean it disrespectful, but I saw him struggle playing it safe. And I didn't want to play it safe. I didn't want to play not to, not to lose. I wanted to play to win. And I call that the unicorn. So when I started to have opportunities at, at an early age, 17, to get a job I'm not supposed to have because I had a fake resume, so I got a job at a bank. Not like your normal bank you drive up to. I'm talking about a call center bank where I'm selling checking accounts, CDs, and IRAs, and I'm, I'm making big money. You know, I took it. When I had chances to do something big and great, I took it. And you got to bet on the moment. You know, those moments of that unicorn coming by, it's going to take risk. It's going to take tenacity. It's going to take feeling uncomfortable. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable in order to know that you're betting on the moment and that that unicorn comes by only a few times in your life. And it could be a relationship. You know, somebody comes by and you're like, wow, I, I felt a connection to that person, but I avoided it. And then you never see them again. It could be a job opportunity. It could be a friendship opportunity. It could be a vacation. You know, things that we do change our life. Things that we attempt to change our life. We don't realize that in the moment. We're like, oh, life's so big, it doesn't. No, every decision we make every day alters everything. And when you bet on the moment, you know, learn to be in the moment and be confident enough to bet on yourself, things get a little more clarity, right? I, I feel like I feel like when when I had opportunity to do stuff, I would remind myself of what my dad didn't do. And look, he did what was right for him at the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of you 
are going to do that. A lot of you are going to play it safe. I ain't mad at you, right? But I'm not built that way. And some of you listening, you're not built that way. You're tired of playing it safe. You're tired of just getting through. You're tired of being the same, the same sheep, the same person just walking through like you feel like sometimes you don't exist or you're handcuffed and you can't be all you can be. And that is because you're too scared to take the risk and bet on the moment. You're too scared to open your eyes and see the unicorn come by and jump on it. You know, people miss opportunities when they aren't confident enough. When you're insecure and you don't love yourself, you're not going to see those opportunities. You have to find a way to be secure in your skin. You have to find a way to be confident. You know, you can fake it till you make it. Confidence draws attention in a good way. And there's a fine line between confident and arrogant. I know sometimes I flirt with it, right? I I don't mean to, but I do. Because I try to be as confident as I can when I walk in a room. I walk into the room with NFL players and my buddies. I don't give a shit. I'm more confident. I walk into the room, World Series of Poker up you know, studs that are on TV all the time. I don't give a shit. I'm more confident. I walk into the room, met Donald Trump on the round table. I don't give a shit. I'm more confident. I've set my mind to make sure that I'm running the room. I'm the alpha every time. Now I don't naturally have that. I didn't, I wasn't born with that. I had to train myself. I had to work at it to have confidence. And because I have that confidence, I can see clarity when there's opportunity and it allows other people's guards to come down of eating me up of belittling me, of making me feel less than. I don't allow that. I don't show the weakness. I keep the strength by being super confident in what I want to do and having conviction in my decisions. Not being in the moment means a lot of missed opportunity as well. If you're daydreaming all the time or you're looking at long-term goals, you're going to miss those short-term opportunities that can turn into long-term goals. You're going to miss them because you're looking in the wrong place. You've heard the cliche, like everything you want, it's right in front of you and you've been missing it. That is so true. There's opportunity right in front of you right now in life, in relationships, in business that you're missing because you're too worried about what people think, or you're too worried about how you're going to get to Z when you forgot all the rest of the alphabet, or you're too worried about getting to the top of the staircase and you want to take an elevator and you're not taking each step. You got to not think like that. You got to think small wins. Progress is winning. You're not going to get to the championship overnight, but if you have progress, you're going in the right direction and progress and confidence allow you to see those opportunities. If you can't bet on yourself, you won't progress fast enough. And let me tell you something. In this world, you're going to need people. You're going to need friends. You're going to need partners. You're going to need business associates. You're going to need you know, a relationship. You're going to need family. There are times that you're going to need to surround yourself with positive people that make you feel good. But those people will never bet on you if you don't have confidence and you don't bet on yourself. And when you have confidence to bet on yourself, you then can bet on that moment and people will believe in you. There'll be haters that don't. I still get haters today. I freaking love it. But there's people tell me, you can't open a business. You can't do this. You didn't go to school. You're not going to make, you're going to do solar. Who the hell does solar? Like, I love that stuff. You know, some of those people that didn't believe in me work for me, right? Some of those people didn't believe in me. I've made money for some of those people didn't believe in me, want me to help them. And I'm not bitter. I used it as motivation and fuel, but you have to find a way to have confidence to bet on yourself, to bet on the moment. You know, I'll give you some quotes from my book, right? The Own Your Power book. It's now out on Amazon. It's the number one new release and it's only the ebook. It's 99 cents. Make sure you go to Amazon, put in Own Your Power, you know, no bullshit, no excuses. Your time is now Jason Waller. It's the number one new release right now 
on Amazon. It's 99 cents for the ebook. And let me tell you something, the hardback and the softback part are coming out in January with some extra bells and whistles and worksheets that come with it. And those will be available in January. So before I get into the book quotes, we're going to hear from our sponsor real quick. Today's show has been brought to you by Power Home Solar. It's time to own your power, not rent your power. Don't be left in the dark and start reducing those electricity bills. If you're looking for a career, visit powerhome.com forward slash careers. Bam. So I love that right there because look, Power Home Company, you know, my company and our 2200 employees company, we all own this company together. We're always looking for great people to join the team. So make sure you visit powerhome.com forward slash careers. Very important. Now, Quotes from the book on Bet on the Moment. Own your power book. Fear is the great destroyer of success. It annihilates opportunity before it has the chance to take hold and deliver you to where you need to go. Think about that. Fear is the great destroyer of success. It's true. You're scared. You're not confident. You're worried. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Why are you scared? What are you scared of? What's the problem? Why do you have fear? Find the reason and, and get rid of it because it's the devil. It's holding you back. Fear is bullshit. We shouldn't be scared of nothing. This is your life. You should not have fear. You got to get out of that. You can't be scared to take chances on yourself. All right. Another quote, your management of fear is the key to your success. Strangle it as it strikes and you have a chance. Fail to confront it and you'll miss out on amazing and sometimes life-changing opportunities. That's true. Oh, I'm scared to open that business. Boom, there goes the unicorn. Somebody came by, gave you an opportunity. You said, no. Not every opportunity is great. But if you don't try those opportunities, you'll never know. Because when you don't take any of the opportunities, you end up with what? Nothing. You don't know. You have to take the opportunities. It's like you can't hit the ball if you don't swing. How are you ever going to get on base if you don't take a chance and swing the damn bat? You have to bet on yourself and bet on the moment. Like I said, all opportunities aren't great, but if you never try them, you'll never know. That means they're all bad and there are some good ones and you won't find that out till you start taking chances. Another quote from the book, one of the other advantages of going against the grain is to be memorable. If you don't stand out or do things differently, then you are everybody else. That's true. Think of all the sheep out there, all these people that just, they can't have a mind of their own. They're like robots. They just wake up, do their job and go home and they're numb. They have no feeling. They have no hunger. They have no desire. It's sad. Don't be that way. You don't get a redo. Stand out, do something different. Change the world, empower people, elevate people, elevate yourself. Do something that's different in this world. Quit sitting back and watching other people live while you wither away and die. It's time for you to start fucking living. It's time for you to own your shit. It's time for you to bet on the damn moment and be confident and bet on yourself. It is time right now for you to step up and do that. Here's some actionable tips for this. Be mindful of your fears and confront them. When they come up, deal with them right now and get right through that shit. Don't be a cow and run from your problem. Be a buffalo and run right through that damn storm. Kick its ass and own that fear. Kick its ass and own that fear. When the opportunity comes, don't let them pass you by. I'm a big believer. Take every opportunity you can, good and bad, and see what happens. Because if it's bad, you just learn from it. You got to take these chances. We're here to take opportunity and live. We're not here to just be a fucking robot. Quit doing that. Stand up and do something else. 
be yourself, be memorable by doing things differently. Nobody likes the same. Same doesn't stand out. You got to be different. That's the difference. That The different ones are the ones that change the world. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs, they're all different. They're not the same. It's time for you to be different. Learn how to double down and bet on yourself. As you gain confidence and you start to have conviction in what you're saying and believing in, and you start looking at these opportunities, other people will bet on you. Other people will follow you. And there's nothing like having other people with you to have the same dream and the same passion and the same why as you. That is dangerous and it's dangerous in a good way. And that's what you want. You don't want to sit there and try to fumble through this thing alone. Now you're going to start out alone and that's okay. But you're going to have people believe and want that same power and passion and conviction and betting on the moment and why as you have. And the time is now for you to get it. The time is now for you to step up and start changing your life some way, somehow, one day at a time. No more excuses. Quit finding ways to fail. Quit finding excuses to hold you back. There is no such thing as true failure, except not taking chances and taking risks and taking efforts of opportunities to do things. That is failing. But trying to do something and not getting the results is not failing, it's learning. I'm gonna challenge each one of you right now to try in the next few days to do something a little different than what you've done before. Take a chance, bet on yourself a little bit. You see an opportunity, take it. It could be a small opportunity. Take it and see what happens. I assure you, once you start doing that, it becomes contagious. You're gonna do that a lot more and you're gonna see better results. Now make sure you subscribe to trueunderdog. You go to trueunderdog.com, subscribe to all our platforms. Thank you for following us. We appreciate you. Bam! And that concludes another episode here on True Underdog. If you're interested in hearing more, make sure you subscribe at iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the YouTube channel. You can always visit trueunderdog.com, subscribe to all of them. Make sure you check out our newest episodes coming out on Mondays and Thursdays. True Underdog, baby. Bam! 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 True Underdog. Bam! 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 Bam!